0: Jackie hey Tori everyone welcome to holy moly it is a the mole rewatch podcast it is our spoiler free rewatch of celebrity mole which is season three of the early 2000s reality franchise
1: welcome back friend welcome back welcome back to our third episode in which we will be breaking down episode two of the Mm -hmm. mole hawaii yes Oh
0: my gosh, true, and I can't wait to get into that, I know. but first, it is January 9th. We're settling into 2020. Settling in. How are you in. doing, Jackie?
1: I'm doing okay. I feel like no real complaints. Um, yeah. Trying to think. like
0: I feel like the second week of January is hard, because the first one, you're coming right off of that holiday high, mm-hmm. and then... Here we are, first full week of work back. And it's like,
1: ooh. And it's kind of like the holidays are over. So you don't really have any like regular vacation time from work coming up. And it's just getting colder here in the Northeast. So, but like, given that, it's kind of also a nice time to feel like you can be inside and cozy and like watching the mole, for example. So it's actually a perfect time a
0: perfect season for this podcast I would say yeah and if I'm gonna be honest with you I have not stepped foot outside today
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's me a lot of the time so context for listeners is we work from home a lot I work from home every day Tori you more so increasingly lately there are so many days where I don't step outside
0: yep I live on a six-floor walk up man (laughs) like it's got to be something good to get me down there. You got
1: to give me some reason. It's yeah. impressive like how much you can really just never leave. You don't have to nowadays.
0: Why would we need to? We have our cats. Yeah. Uh, I have Mole.
1: I have a Mole. I'm good. <laughs> the only reason I would leave is to play the Mole with people somewhere.
0: That's fair, Jackie. I saw you trying to engage the <laughs> the Mole Reddit community of 62 members. I saw you out there posting Hi. comments. <laughs>
1: I'm reaching out with my full name as my Reddit username, and I am looking to connect with people because there are like there are people out there doing like fan games, fan made versions where they film it and put it on YouTube. Um, That's the top post on the subreddit, and I want to get in touch with that person because they were like, we're gonna do another season at some point, and they're they're only in like North Carolina or somewhere, and. Tori is in New York and I'm in Philadelphia so like that's close
0: not that far I think that could be an end of season trip for us mm-hmm. um I did one like watch five minutes of a YouTube clip of them playing their homemade mm-hmm. ball season it was really cute they were like on the living room it was clearly filmed over one day which is honestly not that much shorter than the period of time we're spending with these celebs right um and two, I love that you're putting yourself out there for full doxing on Reddit.
1: <laughs> and you're, you're just I thinking. Response. No. I will say, if you're out there and you're listening to this and you're like, hey, that might have been my Reddit post and I just didn't think to check who's been noticing it, right. um, it's probably me. Probably. I noticed you, um, Tori. I also noticed you signed that petition. I think that of there is a change.org. I just wanted to check if it was you or if there was someone else out there because I'm monitoring. Um, when I found it, it was at three signatures. I signed it, brought it to four, and I recently saw that there was five. And
0: yes, it's me.
1: Thank you. It's thank me. Uh,
0: I it was the fifth one to sign, uh, and I can't wait to. Once we release this podcast and build our community, see that number shoot up to it blow up. I'm willing to say to at least eight.
1: <laughs> I think eight. I think I think if there are 62 members in the subreddit, there's no reason we can't get to 60 seven because there are five signatures so unless there's a couple overlap anyway
0: I think we can get at least eight signatures which if they started at three we <laughs> more than grew
1: by more than a hundred percent so much exponential growth here uh, I really I know we've said it before but I really do feel like we're on there's something big happening yeah. in regards to the mole and like I really don't think it's done no other seasons. Or other countries Where is it um,
0: They do it in like There's somewhere um, in Europe Yeah I forget what country
1: like Dozens of seasons mm-hmm. On YouTube available as well mm-hmm. So I'm just saying like No Just cause you don't see it Doesn't mean it's not there And
0: honestly After watching Anderson Cooper Get drunk with 50 cent on New Year's Eve I feel like he's feeling silly enough To be up for it
1: He might need a break again mm-hmm. I would love that oh so much. I will say, I started really kind of enjoying Ahmad a little bit this episode. Like, I've never yeah. not liked him, but I feel like he's getting more playful with the cast, maybe, especially in some of the like. Yeah, I was about to say, there's scene. a
0: good secret scene of him.
1: <laughs> so I thought yeah. that was fun, and I was like, I still miss Anderson Cooper, but Ahmad is like... He's here, he's For doing sure. it, and I liked it. We'll,
0: we'll get into that scene, especially, but no complaints against Ahmad. It yeah. seems very yeah. palatable, and we can't say that of all the contestants. Like, Ahmad is palatable, no. and that's a compliment here. All right, before we get into the full episode two breakdown, um, we do want to share very quickly that if you have any feedback at all, we welcome your input. You can email us at any time. Our email Mm -hmm. is holymolypodcast at gmail.com. That's H-O-L-Y-M-O-L-Y podcast at gmail.com. And also, if you want to watch along with us, where can you do that, Jackie?
1: So for this particular season, you can order it off of Amazon. I think it was $7 Mm -hmm. last time we checked. Um, and. I have been finding some of the episodes on YouTube as well. Not great quality, but totally like you Mm -hmm. don't miss anything. If
0: you're in a pinch and you just need to inject some mole content right now, it'll do.
1: Exactly. But as we referenced, the DVD does have a lot of extra content, which has been a real treat to just kind of like see like, again, we'll get into it, but something I feel like I've picked up on from the extra scenes and like extended scenes is it really feels like they're not turning this off when the cameras are like not going as (laughs) you know clearly yeah they're really like imagine being in this game like can you turn it off you can't
0: yeah they are fully themselves they are not worried about presenting a polished version of themselves which gives us a lot to talk Mm -hmm. about um, before we now get right into episode two, I know that we like to kind of check in on our on our castmates and like see if there's anything new and up mm-hmm. and coming with them. And I have something that I really want to share with you, Jackie. Yes, please. Uh, I only got into this last night, and I'm so excited. I'm I'm going to genuinely surprise you with this update. I'm
1: so excited.
0: Okay stick with me because it's a bit of a journey. Okay. So Corbin Burnson, uh, Uh one of the contestants still with us, you did his recap with us in our first episode of this Mm -hmm. podcast. And you talked about, you know, his acting career, but something that we got really excited about was his collection of snow globes.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, and he has over 8,000 snow globes and we got really excited by that fact. It yeah. a character trait. Um, the picture was very vivid and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <The picture. laughs> so I couldn't just let it go and like have just been digging to get as much content as I can on like Corbin and his snow globes. Like, what's his favorite? Why did he start this? Like, you know, where did this all go? And I I can't find anything about the origins, but I have found something. Amazing about the journey. And have you ever heard of the One Red Paperclip movie? No. Okay. It's about this regular man who starts with a single red paperclip mm. and his journey, it's like a documentary, and his journey is to trade items one by one until he builds up to buy a house.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. Wait, that he sounds doesn't... really
0: good. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds really uh, I saw a quick like YouTube clip about it. Mm. I didn't fully watch the entire documentary. Okay, so. I, I, don't,
1: I, I don't know if I know where this is going, but so, I'm excited.
0: So this man starts with a red paper clip and he trades it back and forth. I'm trying to look up what his first trade was. Hold on. I have it right here. I'm trying to get his name, too. Um, Okay, so it's this man. Oh, he's Canadian blogger Kyle McDonald. Um, And his first trade, this was in 2005. He had a red paperclip, and he traded it for a fish-shaped pen. And then he trades it like – this goes on for a few rounds. He trades that for a doorknob. He trades a doorknob for a camp stove. He trades the camp – like, it just keeps – Yeah, he makes some pretty good trades along the way, and he's getting bigger and bigger. And what's also amazing is that he does this entire trade. How many trades do you think it takes to get from a paperclip yeah, to a house, Jackie?
1: Like, I mean, hundreds. I would say more, but I feel like you're going to say that it's less.
0: Okay. It took him 14 trades. What? Yeah. Okay. So not only do we have That's that, crazy. but what we have in that is trade number 12 so the second to last trade he had i guess like tickets or something to spend one afternoon with alice cooper then he traded his afternoon with alice cooper for a kiss motorized snow globe
1: what like the band from,
0: kiss from corbin no, that he got this randomly—a kiss, oh. motorized snow globe—and then in the second-to-last trade, he traded the snow globe to Corbin Burnson oh for God. a role in the film *Donna on Demand*. What? Yeah.
1: Was yeah. that a movie that Corbin was directing?
0: I didn't get enough background on that, but I mean, maybe he was in production somehow because he really was being Dean after this kiss motorized snow globe to the point that he traded a role in a movie that he was in.
1: That is nuts.
0: Yeah. And so then the next trade was literally for the role in the movie for the for the farmhouse.
1: That's insane.
0: Right. Um, it doesn't stop there. <laughs> and I'm sorry for bringing you on this long long journey
1: I love it I want to watch the
0: documentary yeah no I think we should for just for funsies but okay so the man who did the paperclip, uh Kyle McDonald he posted a blog about the whole journey Mm -hmm. you know like it's just so much to talk about and then he did a blog post about the the trade with Corbin about you know how Corbin's the greatest snow globe Snow globe collector in the world, like right, like you know, and so he okay. So he on this blog post included a picture of him, Corbin, and they're shaking hands, and like he's holding the snow globe, and Corbin's holding the the movie script, and then they okay. So they made he made hundreds of copies of this picture.
1: And is it the guy from the picture?
0: Yeah. Kyle <laughs> McDonald. No, Kyle McDonald took, made hundreds of copies of this picture with him and Corbin Bernson. And mm-hmm. he had each picture individually autographed by himself, Corbin, and the Kiss Snow Globe. So he's insinuating. Oh, no. He says, I'm not sure how the Kiss Snow Globe is going to autograph the picture, but we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Just like tap the picture <laughs> yeah. with the snow
1: globe, like you touched it.
0: Uh, The next line in the blog post says There's only one way you can get your hands On one of these autographed photographs You must send a snow globe Along with a return address to this address And then the address is The Corbin Burnson Kiss Snow Globe Army And it gives an address in Studio City, California
1: My god, we need to send one
0: There is an addendum, a star under it that says as of November 4th, 2010, this deal is still active.
1: I mean, when did it start again? Um, I was thinking this is way more recent for some reason. No.
0: So this this happened at least, like, it probably took a few years to the point where he left the know that it's still active. And there's no addendum saying that it is not
1: active. Yeah, is there any way to get in touch or do we just send a... Thing well, so like that's now. that's my Let's question for you
0: now. Is so, what snow globe are we sending? Because we're obviously sending a snow globe to this address to the Corbin Burns and Kiss snow globe army.
1: God, well it oh, it needs to be something that we're sure he doesn't have, right?
0: And that was my thought as well because I was like, oh, like a mole pod, like a mole one, but
1: he definitely Ideally has that something. The mole, like, do people make custom snow globes? Yes, on Etsy? they do. I looked it up. <laughs> Cause that's what we have to do. It needs to be one of a yeah. kind. I would love if it's the mole related, because like I, I want why else to, are we doing this? One hundred percent. It a needs to be mole mm-hmm. with like him sticking out his thumb, and it's like a green thumb with the like DNA print yeah, thumb prints
0: No, it 100% needs to be more related. I my question is how far should we go? Do we put information about the podcast on it? Do we put the link to the petition? Like do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what do we do with this?
1: Ugh. So I'm super curious like we didn't get into episode 2. Mm-hmm. Like we know he comes back. For Mm -hmm. season four at least for another episode so like I wonder how his mole journey Mm -hmm. concludes and from that I think we can judge exactly how in detail to get and like if he would be willing to sign the petition but I think either way we need to send something that's very mole focused um this is amazing uh, yeah I'm i think it definitely so has to have a url to the podcast yeah um, like on the bottom maybe we can have like a printed yes thing yes it's like the all the information you need to know
0: <laughs> yeah, um. yeah. <laughs> a small amount of real estate but a lot of information to convey but like very
1: tiny tiny
0: <laughs> like i don't want to scare you off but like we got one shot here please Email us now uh, Oh we need to
1: make a website Yeah, I, like, We need to tell people where they can go to look We will
0: oh, um,
1: oh my god So, Like should it just be Stephen Baldwin In a snow globe like, yeah. Can we get an artist's rendition Oh Baldwin? my gosh
0: Yeah like I'm gonna pay attention for fun Little jokes or lines he says Maybe there's like a zinger line That we gotta put in Yeah uh, That's a
1: good point It could be him with a little, like, speech bubble Mm -hmm. and something iconic that he said in the mole Mm -hmm. with a little mole next to him. Yes.
0: And then at the – And him
1: holding a notebook, his mole notebook. Yes.
0: And then at the bottom, (laughs) we love you, bring the mole back, www.holymolypodcast.com. (laughs) Yeah, bring the mole again.
1: Can you imagine him hosting the mole? Do you think he'd be down for that? He would absolutely be down because he's, yeah, that would be fantastic. For sure, he's down. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm, wow. yeah. What a trip. Thank you. I know,
0: Jackie. I was bugging out. And also, I, on my private notes, I have a link to an Etsy personalized snow globe. So I'm glad that yes. you went right there with me. Yes.
1: I want to look at it later and see, like, what custom snow globes look like these days because i've never seen one basically
0: it's just like a blank sheet of paper inside a snow globe and we can put either like a, an image or a text or something we'll figure it
1: out Oh, okay like 3d printed like full-on depends how much we're willing to spend that's true I don't the know one
0: i so found was 13 dollars, which i'm is within budget <laughs>
1: so that's in our budget yeah. we can afford that uh, okay oh my god that's so so <sighs> good I have an update on another Please cast member share. that cannot top that, but I still, still want to, just to share. We still need team. <laughs> so, um, I watched Kathy Griffin's documentary this week. You did? Um, oh, you kept I it a from me. <laughs> I didn't tell you. I know. I wanted to tell you. Um, it's on Amazon Prime, and I still have that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Um, it's called A Hell of a Story. Mm because it comes in the wake of her trump decapitated head photo Ooh, this is aftermath. recent it's wow. recent. It's very recent um and it's a documentary but the first like 15 minutes are the documentary and then it's a stand-up special okay. um so it's like one stop on her tour and she was touring outside of the u.s because she had such backlash oh my gosh on. wow so she's like very emotional in the movie It is not the oh, Kathy Griffin no. We've seen on the mall But I feel like it ends in a good way um, Where she's working herself back mm-hmm. up She really was able to Like spin it Into good material mm-hmm. For her stand up Like I thoroughly enjoyed it You enjoyed um, her stand up crazy I enjoyed the stand up She's
0: funny She's the funniest person on the cast Absolutely
1: She's very funny Exactly So I was like very happy that like it it really did almost ruin her mm-hmm. and like she's struggling with it
0: i was just saying i could imagine because i've been scouring the internet for all of the info i can get on these people and i can't yeah. get into much on kathy griffin because everything that comes up is just
1: about that. Just yeah. that exactly yeah like she was on do not fly lists like she was investigated oh, for like You know potential to attempt Assassinating the president like It got really serious for her People um they show a video In it of Andy Cohen Because they used to be very close because she had a show On Bravo and a reporter Is like Like how do you feel about Kathy Griffin and he's like Who and Andy Cohen's being really like cheeky pretending not to Know her and it's Sad so it was kind of sad Um but one funny little tidbit That came out of it was She shared that for a period of time, she lived right next door to the Kardashians. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. And so, like, kind of got to like them after she was able to compare them to, like, other people in the world. She was like, you know what? Like, there are worse people than people that just get plastic surgery. Like, these people are kind of okay in my book. To the point where, um, you know how Kathy Griffin got married on New Year's Eve. Just last week. She said that Kim Kardashian was her maid of honor. Uh, that recently came out Excuse me? <laughs> yeah I don't know that she was there right. But she thanked her She said like thanking her Maid of honor Kim Kardashian <laughs> For a very sweet wedding gift So very wow. strange like, I kind of feel like Kathy Griffin Like she's burned So many relationships yeah. and then,
0: like, she- She's hanging by a thread And she's exactly. like These people talk to me <laughs>
1: Yeah. So that's it. Um, I would recommend it. Definitely I can't believe you did a little extra credit assignment. Without I know. Well I was just like <laughs> I was just looking for like a documentary in general to watch one night and I was like, oh, this is perfect.
0: That's fair. Um and I was yeah. busy this week. I only watched the episode once and I just watched it yesterday. Whew. I know. But it's fresh in my mind. Exactly. And I I like Rewound every scene So I kind of watched it twice Yes, yeah, You
1: can still pause and break it down for Yes. Sure.
0: Okay, are you ready to get into it? I'm ready, let's do okay. it So we left off last week With Kim Coles getting voted out Which was really sad We loved Kim Just good fun ball of energy to have around So we are now down to Six people We got four guys, it's Corbin Stephen Baldwin, Eric Von Detten And Uh, Michael Boatman and then Kathy Griffin and Frederic Vanderwall. So we have Mm -hmm. our six contestants left and one of them is the mole. So they do a bunch of challenges Mm -hmm. and they're trying to win money, but one of them is trying to sabotage them. And the whole point of the Mm -hmm. game is figure out who is the mole. Episode two starts out, uh, you know, we get that great macro scene again where we are zooming out on the universe and we zoom right into Hawaii where the season is taking place. Mm-hmm. And the first real scene is just kind of a fun, quick confessional montage. Um, yeah. They have like a like a confessional room. Almost, did you ever watch Big Brother?
1: Yeah, for like the first season, I think. Yeah,
0: I yeah. never really watched it either, but I know that they have like the confessional room. I mean, Jersey Shore does it. It's like it's kind of like Real World, exactly. Yeah. The room where you go and there's a camera and you talk to it and. i feel like this is right on the eve of him being voted out um and so i will just play super quickly a quick highlight reel of these quick confessionals we get
2: Great. i'm on the scent of the mole eric i don't think he's the mole he's an idiot why would i be able to play brilliant mind games with them why would i be able to make them think i am the mole Hi, Mom, it's me. Mom? Ja yeah, and Kathy, die kan ik nog steeds niet helemaal uitvinden. Is heel grappig, want die verandert ook steeds. En eigenlijk gaat het heel rustig zo. ineens geeft ze je wat informatie en denk je, hey, wat is dit nou? Frederick I could make you a star. Oh, uh,
1: gosh. I wish they translated Freddy's. I did translate
0: it. Oh yeah, you did? I like played the audio into Google Translate. Oh no, don't you worry. <laughs> what you um say? so I don't think it was an exact translation because sure. I mean, with the technology I was using it was pretty rough, but what I got was still not quite inventing. Very funny actually. It is very quiet here. Some information.
1: Hmm. So just like a snip, I that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, I wonder what it
2: actually meant. Yeah, I
0: think well, she's saying someone's very funny, so I, she's probably talking about Kathy or maybe Stephen, but yeah. probably Kathy. Um, it's very quiet here. Yeah, I w- I was really thinking like I was so excited to translate it, it because I was like, oh, there's going to be a secret message, like there's going to be it's something be a good, clue. and then it was just this. Yeah,
1: I also loved the angle that they took with the camera yes. for those confessional. So dramatic looking, they're like. They seem like they're like down mm-hmm. low looking up mm-hmm. at a camera with this like dark spotlight thing. Not well on. lit. It's, it's moody. Moody. Mm-hmm. Also, what is
0: Eric saying?
1: <laughs> I have a lot to say about Eric in this episode. <gasps> oh my gosh. He stood out from like his quote strategy right. quote. Right. Couldn't ignore. Oh, no.
0: and he's up he put his face in the camera saying why would i be able to play brilliant mind games with them and it's like <laughs> are you
1: did anyone say you Wait, are Eric? what's your brilliant mind game my boy <laughs> oh is he just kind of like acting trying to get some stuff on his reel yeah. at this point he's like i can be dramatic and mysterious i think fully I was
0: doing some reading about Eric and he was in Dinotopia, which was like set to premiere on ABC right around the same year. Or I think it premiered right before the mole and then the mole came out. And I think that the network oh, was wow. probably thinking, oh, this is great. It's going to be hype for like the star of our show Dinotopia." And I'm pretty sure Dinotopia got canceled by the time this even got released. So, oh. yeah. So I think you, you know. It's hard, hard to
1: watch. You can see why, though. <laughs> yeah, it kind of yeah. adds up. He's in sales now, <laughs> yeah. right? we said. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. He's probably a schmoozer. Yeah. It's probably good um, at
2: that.
0: Okay, so the confessionals don't tell us much themselves, but there were some crazy secret scenes that um, I think kind of took place this same night, right after Kim got voted out. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them is... So crazy. It's called Corbin's Clues. Did you watch it? Yes, I watched it. And what I, you need to keep in mind is like, this is, they've been together two days or something, because the recording today, I've assumed, is the third day, which we'll get into later, but. Because I saw in one of their notebooks, they wrote day three. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> right. So
1: they're still selling us on six weeks. Yeah, which is not true. That might be the broadcast time, yeah. but that's not how long they booked them.
0: Yeah. So they've been together. I mean, this is their second night together. And it's so it's the six of them together. Well, Stephen's not there is something important to mention that it's right. um, all of them except for Stephen. and. Corbin is talking about these clues that he's getting and he's got the whole, he's got all four of them like sitting around him and he's like, he's like, oh, have you guys picked up on this? He's like, I've got some clues. Like, Mm -hmm. wait until you hear this. Wait until you hear this. And he's Mm -hmm. like, you know, at dinner last night when we were sitting around Did you see those eight candles on the table? Eight candles on the table. And then he starts going small, 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 larger, 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 larger. What does that make? A hill. And then he like points to Michael and he's like, Michael, what was your breakout movie? And Michael's like, Hamburger Hill. And he's like, that's right. (laughs) Exactly. And And then he keeps going. He's like, here's another one with the candles. Larger, smaller, smaller, smaller. Four small ones. Corbin, Michael, Stephen, Eric, young, 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 young.
2: And like, what? And
0: then he gets ready for this one: Alec Baldwin, Daniel Baldwin, William Baldwin, Stephen Baldwin. Small, small, small. Right to where he sat. <laughs> and then he sits back in his chair Like clasps his hands
1: together And smiles He was so pleased with himself He was beyond pleased He was like I've cracked the case He's cracked. That was the insane case. Didn't they also start Analyzing like he said something About um, Haley Joel Osment which is mm. It's a reference to one of the Challenges mm-hmm. later in this episode But he points out Haley Joel Osment He's been in a movie with Kevin Spacey. Stephen Baldwin's been in a movie with Kevin Spacey.
2: Yeah,
1: Someone said that. I don't know if it was Corbin's thing, but yeah. Corbin was definitely around. That was – I couldn't keep track of his small, large thing. I was like, you're losing no. yourself in this game
0: No, right now. And you know me. I'm willing to – I mean, I translated Frederic talking Dutch. I listened to this, and I listened to the scene three times, and I – I mean, woof. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you what he's getting at
1: there. This was the scene that made me feel like, oh, wow, they're always in the game. They're yes. not breaking Mm-mm. when, like, it's not a challenge no. or it's not dinner.
0: So that Which was, is fun. Yeah, I loved it. I love the, men- like, the taxing mental, um, like, just stress of it all.
2: Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
0: Okay. I mean – then they talk more strategy. I would say the one other point that they had was in another secret scene, like basically the exact same moment, the next conversation, he they're talking about how Steven doesn't take notes. They're like, what yeah. if they have a photographic memory? Like, you know, how would you remember all of these details? He does mm-hmm. not write a thing.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I thought that was interesting too. I also noticed during that scene that – Fred kept trying to speak. Ugh, poor Fred. And Corbin just barreled through. I was like, good lord, let her like say anything no. before you just cut her off and like like he literally doesn't hear her. It's annoying. Treat Fred with respect, they would never. They would never.
0: It, all they do is make horrible innuendos about Fred, and it's super no. upsetting. Uh, alright, so anyway the next morning comes uh you know they've slept the night off and they are sitting around breakfast the next day uh and they're just like joking around I mean there's I think too much film almost of this moment of them just like having banter that uh, it's not even that great yeah yeah
1: it was a pretty eventless conversation yeah
0: there was like at least three sexual innuendos like they're joking steven i think yeah, yeah it you know Stephen started giving kathy a massage
1: yeah that mm-hmm. was weird i noticed that i think corbin was writing that down he was like <laughs> Stephen, kathy massage yeah. like we see his notebook and i was able to pause
2: yeah um, same so corbin
1: is he's fully in it
0: same Jackie I have a um like I screenshotted too on Corbin's notebook because I was like what is he writing like what could possibly be there and all that you can really see is like right like Stephen gives Kathy massage like and then he's talking about what everyone's wearing it's like okay
1: yeah
0: i know uh so anyway of course then Ahmad comes out and he joins mm-hmm. the bunch and uh there was definitely a forced conversation here of what was your first job that was cut it was put to yep. a secret scene which for good reason is really boring and they were talking about their first jobs and what weird gigs did they have um mm-hmm. so nothing great there but that segues to our first challenge Mm-hmm. And Ahmad says, "Let me break down your first challenge of the day. And the challenges this season—they're so complex. Yeah. Um, and this is the simpler of the two challenges we're going to get into today. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, it's a lot to like, like, especially maybe it's the way Ahmad explains things. Yeah. That which there's actually another secret scene <laughs> of Steven getting annoyed at Ahmad, like." Challenges are complex. It's a little hard to explain them. Uh, yeah,
0: so, okay, so a mom does his best. He says, <laughs> uh, we're going to take you back to those days when you had those different kind of jobs, and you're going to have a chance to add $24,000 to the pot. And he tells them, I need you to pair up. I need two lifeguards, I need two short order cooks, and I need two flight attendants. And mm-hmm. before they can then group up at all, Stephen had some – a strategy about how they should pick the groups And here's Stephen Baldwin on that
2: Guys, let's be smart, please Instead yeah. of just going Who knows how to swim Well Who knows
1: How to fly Like how to be a pilot Or how to literally fly on your own Let's be smart, please I Loved that because I think it came from like I think Kathy turned to Freddie And was like yes. do you want to be a short order cook And Fred yeah. was like yeah 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 And that's when Steven immediately interjects He's like come on guys yes.
0: And I love how it starts so Confidently so his tone he goes Who knows how to swim Very confident and Eric Raises his hand wow. Yeah, and then His next sentence comes out And then he goes who knows how to
1: Fly <laughs> He's like, wait, what do you need to do as a (laughs) flight attendant? I also realized that at that point when, uh, sorry, when Eric volunteered to be one of the swimmers, Eric raises his hand. He's still dead silent. And he looks like around at everyone. And I'm realizing we've only heard him in confessionals. He maybe has not actually said anything to anyone yet. Like, that's weird. Because all anyone
0: says about Eric is that he's silent. He's too quiet. Mm-hmm. Which we hear weird, Eric, in secret scenes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, they beat they're trying to be smart about the group pickings. Uh, so they, you know, Fred and Kathy immediately jumped on the short order cooks and Corbin and Steven apparently are the ones that know how to fly, and Michael and Eric are gonna be the lifeguards. <laughs> um what would you yeah. do? just based on that description
1: yeah I would probably be the short order cook there's no yeah. way I would do the flight um, yeah. attendants you know me I hate flying um swimming well I'm not mm-hmm. good at swimming in like a sport sense I can like same. stay above water right. and get somewhere if I need to so it would probably be the cook
0: hard same short order cook mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, even after we learn what the tasks are I'm like yep that's the only one I would do
1: <laughs> still my choice <laughs>
0: uh uh so anyway then we reveal what the actual things are and it's that the short order cooks need to walk over a bed of hot lava mm-hmm. which is the one that i would want to do the lifeguards uh which is michael and eric they're going to jump off of a cliff uh and the uh, Flyers, Stephen, and Corbin are going to be in a biplane while it does different aerial stunts and like loops. That's just crazy to me. Some, yeah, I've gotten off just watching it. Honestly. Me too.
1: I had to kind of turn away. Yeah. So, yeah, I think everyone was pretty well assigned to their jobs, I would say, from like looking at it. I think. Do um, you hear my cat <laughs> sneezing? Cat. Oh, that's sneezing. That's Ernie sneezing. Oh, I thought he was maybe oh, like oh. playing with something. No, we both have cats running around. (laughs) Oh, a little cat cold. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I hope he feels better. Thanks. Okay, so yes. Anyway, we got their groups. So we have our groups, and of course, there's a twist. Um, Of course, of course, Ahmad wouldn't let that happen. It's too straightforward as it is. So the twist is that everyone records a video prediction of whether or not they think. Everyone else individually Will do their job
2: mm-hmm. So
1: they get told like oh this is What the flight attendant is doing this is what the Shorter cook is doing do you think Kathy will complete it do you think Freddie will complete It for every correct prediction I think they get like a thousand Dollars it's mm-hmm. not that much But yeah I guess cumulative Um, So they film their predictions Whatever
0: right so there's no Money even attached to them doing this stunt at all yeah that's it's weird Just the
1: predictions <laughs> And I think, I don't know that they say this, but I think it happens later on when they do tally it up where if a certain number is wrong, you actually just lose money. Oh, so it's well. not even only gain, it's like they end up losing some, but I don't, again, I don't think Ahmad explained that. Huh? Anyway, so Steven's up first, Um, he's in the flight attendant group, and he needs to clean off a, like, an instrument panel <laughs> that just has, like on it like I don't know he's (laughs) in a tiny plane he's got a little like napkin and he needs to clean like the dashboard from stuff from like soot I don't know right While while the pilot is spinning
0: (laughs) so like if he didn't do it he wouldn't have succeeded the task like if he didn't
1: wipe the dust if it's a little dirty like or just like if he says like take me down uh, I don't know. It was crazy. weird. This is definitely the hardest one.
0: Oh, for sure. It's not that they're doing anything just mentally and emotionally. It's
1: the hardest one. Exactly, exactly. Um,
0: And at one point, the pilot was literally being like, start
1: wiping, Steven. Yeah. Like, He's Whoa. like, go. <laughs> so I was like, this is made for Steven because I just feel like he is seeking adrenaline-based yes. things. He's like a daredevil. Yes. Fully. So he – I think he loved it. He later on was like, maybe go easier next time, but he does it. He doesn't mean
0: anything he says ever. No,
1: no, definitely not. Um, So I would definitely not do that. He does it. Um, Next up are the first of our cliff divers, Mm -hmm. which is Eric at first. So Eric has a theme of having a plan that he (gasps) tells to the audience (laughs) and then changing it in the game. And so he tells us that his plan was he was gonna jump as quickly as possible. Right. Um, but then he gets up there and that plan goes out the window because he's like, Oh, there are rocks yeah. down here. Like I'm cliff jumping. This isn't right. like into a pool. Right. Um, so he gets really nervous. Um, and he's kinda like trying to take deep breaths and like hype himself up. Mm-hmm. Um but then someone comes by there's like a lifeguard coach yeah. that basically helps him figure out where to Maybe jump for safety but i totally think that's fair like cuz as he was outlining it the coach was like don't go over there because like it's a little too close to the rocks and like try to do it when there's no wave cresting in this mm-hmm. time and i was just like this is risky to like have these people doing for it for sure so, if I would have pulled out any task for like liability, it would have been this one.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Would you do it if you like were in the moment?
1: I think I would if I had that coaching of mm-hmm. the places that we know there are not rocks yeah. or we know that it's deep enough. But um, like I've heard stories of people jumping into somewhere that like it used to be deep and it's not anymore, yeah. and they break their leg.
0: Yeah, so I so I don't want that. I would do it just because I know that they would have to have checked that if they're filming it for a exactly. Show. Yeah. Uh, I, would I wouldn't find it. just a random cliff myself and
1: do it, but yeah, I think I. Would... Sorry, now my cat oh my is gosh. playing with a loud toy. Is it her fish? Tonka, no, we have a little raccoon, oh, okay. <laughs> like a toy raccoon, <laughs> not a real one, and it's got like a noise thing inside. It's okay, it's Girl, so loud. Play. Yeah, she's so cute. Um, so I would be like with the lifeguard there, can you jump before me? Like, can right. I watch exactly where you right. land? And I'll just try and do that. Right. So, I would do it, I think, if I had to, but I don't think I'm the type of person or at the phase in my life where I'm, like, seeking that type of thrill. Yeah. <laughs> like, how say that? <laughs>
0: That's gonna be like my a, new
1: line whenever anyone asks me
0: to do something
1: like that. I'm just not at the point of my life where I'm seeking that kind of thrill. Like yeah, like Tori, you and I went skydiving oh my together. Gosh, I don't We've done thrills. We've done
0: the thrills. We're two old women now.
1: I've got, I've got a family. Oh my I've got gosh, cats.
0: Truly, when I tell people that we went skydiving together, they think it's a sick joke because of how generally terrified I am of everything now. So
1: <laughs> it is funny. I can't even imagine that I did it myself because yeah. I hate being in planes and. Remember, heights we had
0: and, to pull yeah. over the side of the road after we did it because you were like
1: really nauseous. I was so sick. Yeah. Not fair. Because I didn't. Oh my god, Tonka's freaking out. <laughs> I was so sick because I didn't eat anything mm-hmm. that morning. Because I was like, "Oh, that's the right thing to it do," was the wrong. and it's the opposite. Turns <laughs> yeah. out. So, if anyone's thinking of skydiving out there, have like a bagel for mm-hmm. breakfast because an empty stomach. I was so lightheaded. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> and then
0: remember, we <laughs> came back to my house afterwards, and when you watched *Human Centipede*. Yeah,
1: that was such a match. Why choice? did we end such a good morning like that? I don't know why we did that. It started raining, and got so rainy. I, think we... I think we got pizza afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was weird, but it hey, was weird. And we like turned down the lights in your living room too, and we're like, yeah. "Let's watch *Inception*." Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm right. not seeking that kind of thrill either anymore. <laughs> <No. sighs> anyway, Eric ends up doing the jump once he has some coaching. Um, yeah, he crushes it. He's done. So.
0: Yeah. Uh, From there, we move to Kathy Griffin, our first short order cook. And, you know, they show they're in the lava field and she has to walk across this bed of hot lava. And again, kind of like with Steven having to wipe down the panels, they add just... They go too far. They make it too weird. Yeah. And so she needs to hold a plate and like a napkin and a cutlery set as she's running across the lava. And then she needs to use a pair of tongs to pick up like a, a charred rotisserie chicken <laughs> and like put it on the plate and then run back carrying the plate. It's such a weird detail. It's so weird and it just doesn't have a like the the challenge is the hot lava, the challenge is going in the plane. This annoying task that you gave them. Yeah. Ugh. Like
1: why do I need a fork? Just
0: like I just don't I'll get hold it. the
1: chicken in my hands at this point, but I don't know. Truly.
0: Weird. Um and so here's a little uh clip sound of our girl Kathy running cool. across the lava.
1: Yeah, yeah. like how hot was it
0: I don't know because there were parts That you saw literal flames Coming out from the ground but then there were Parts where it looked Just like pretty well covered Yeah like white <laughs> sand Just there was a puddle at one Point where I'm like it can't be that hot How is it wet yeah <laughs> where? How is there that pooling of Liquid
1: right there You know maybe she's The mole and they set up like A safe path for her but that wouldn't make sense Because they would want her to not do it No but the money Doesn't come from doing it or not it comes from the Prediction so if they're like everyone's gonna think Kathy won't do it if we set up This nice little path of not Hot rocks, rocks cross, She'll do it you're
0: like, uh, there are eight candles, small, small, large, I'm large, like... large. They made
1: they they hose down the path. Kathy's the mole. I'm like, hello, it's a hill, okay. <laughs> next, hamburger hill, okay. Say <laughs> no more. Like Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> oh
0: yeah. Gosh, we're K- this is that is not the first time Haley Joel Osment is going to come up in this very episode. No. Okay. Uh, so Kathy does it. She does it. Right. Nothing exciting there. And then we jump back to Michael and he's at the cliffs. And, okay. you know, in his interview, he's he's talking about – he's remembering conversations he had with his wife about not jumping off of anything too high because, you know, they don't want him to break his neck. He's got a family to think about. Yeah, family. Uh, but he says that. He's like, no, I want to do it. And then he gets up there and he, like, almost kind of tries to jump at one point. Like, he bends his legs, but then he comes up and he just kind of crumples and falls to the ground. That
1: was so hard to watch. Yeah,
0: it was hard. Like, you could see his legs shaking and his yeah.
1: oh, poor... I was like, he's either the mole and acting this jump like I really put a good effort in guys and I got scared or he's just like really scared and that makes people awkward sometimes
0: yeah I mean honestly when I this summer I was watching people cliff diving and Mm -hmm. just watching them was making my legs shake and I was on very safe ground (laughs) (laughs) so So, it happens
1: people um, not everyone yeah
0: yeah so I I don't Think that that is suspect just because I we me and you can identify with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't blame him but basically he's it's kind of cute. He's a little sheepish. He's kind of like yeah. oh like you know my head's not right. I'm not feeling right in my head about this like yeah. I can't. So It was cute. You know, I like no. Michael. Yeah. yeah. And he um he has a moment and he's like this isn't even about if I do it or not. It's about the predictions. So. Exactly.
1: I thought that was a very good reminder to himself.
0: Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, There was a secret scene where him and Eric meet up right after this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Michael's telling Eric that he didn't do it. And Eric is immediately trying to scheme with Michael. He's like, do you think we should tell everyone that you did do it? And Michael's like, yeah. what would that – Get us like they're gonna have to tell them that I did it, and Eric's like, I don't know, maybe like that'll mess with them or they'll think we're in a coalition, and yeah,
1: it's just this conversation very much informs a little bit of another attempt Eric makes later
2: during Mm -hmm. the graveyard
1: challenge. Oh my gosh, his strategy is just like not. Comprehensible like he has uh-uh. These ideas that he's like these are brilliant And they really make no Sense yeah they're not even like just Bad plans they're like that doesn't Make sense
0: no and I'm trying to I'm trying To compare him almost to a survivor Player in my head and it's The two players That come to my head I feel like he's a combination Of coach um, mm-hmm. in the Sense that he thinks that he's really Deep about something but meanwhile he's a little bit of the butt of the joke, Um, but also a little Keith Nail in the sense that he's just lovable and, like, like just doesn't get it, I think, at the end. Not that he doesn't get it. He's just bad at it.
1: Yeah. He gets it, but he's bad at it. He gets it. He gets it, and Mm -hmm. he's desperately trying because he gets it and he knows he needs to try. Right. But he's not – Good at executing it, or his yeah. just his ideas on his own are not enough. No. He needs either a good partner to help him evolve his strategy. Um, but yeah, he's just going for it on his own. Like in this game, we've already talked about it. There's not a lot of people. You can't really have coalitions no. as often as you have alliances in Survivor. This is all Eric in his brain.
0: Oh, yeah. No, he is the Keith Nail at Tribal, like, frantically just looking around saying, like, let's stick to the plan. Like, just, mm-hmm. you know, he's trying to play,
1: but he's just really not great at it. Um, and again, he's just 20 years old. And I love that he's trying. It's very entertaining. Like, I would rather an active player. Yeah. Fully. Um, and then Fred does
0: the hot cold challenge, and she does it really quickly. Nothing really to say there. She ran. She was quicker than Kathy. She did it. Yeah, that one was the least eventful challenge.
1: And so was that everyone's challenge? That was everyone. Wow. Because we'll get into it. You might be thinking, are we missing someone? <gasps> um, <and laughs> did you see me so... just get confused? I was <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, because I was like, yeah, if you're counting along, how many people was that? That was five. Um so we'll get right into it so that was everyone that participated in the challenges we regroup the team is back together with a mod, um, and we're going to debrief and share who successfully did their jobs and what the predictions of the other players yeah. were
0: uh, here's do you want me to play the first clip
1: yeah play. okay first here's clip.
0: the first audio clip
2: Corbin due to the bad weather <laughs> you weren't able to go up in the biplane but would you have done it absolutely but how many people thought that Corbin was going to do it? four people thought he would do it that's four thousand dollars that we're just going to give you because you would have done it
1: (laughs) that is so unbelievable (sighs) to me i'm just like couldn't they have rerouted like hey you do the short order cook job as well and we'll retake predictions like they just let him get the money because he says he would i fully believe corbin would have done it but this is amazing that they just give Yeah it away. no
0: I do agree he would have done it But just a bit of an insight Into how well produced this show is That they were just like Oh can't do We don't gotta back up uh, Would you have Scouts honor like Give us your I word you promise. Yeah. You're not lying are you Yeah this is not the first Blunder in a challenge we're going to get um, No Yeah no they're they're really blundering their way through.
1: They are improving a lot of this it feels mm-hmm. like. So, so then going through what everyone did do, like I could recap it all yeah. but really just there's a mixture. Um the only controversial one of predictions was that everyone thought Michael would jump off the cliff and he doesn't. So that costs them $4,000. Right. Um and Corbin has some thoughts about, like, the cliff jumper challenge and Eric and Michael.
2: I knew Eric would do it because he's 20 and he hasn't established the concept of death yet. Michael, I thought, would do it. And I was a little bit surprised that he didn't do it. Which, of course, you know, casts some suspicion on him.
0: Like, I like that it's a known fact among all of them that Eric is a child. Like, it's not just we're discussing it. They're just like, this kid...
1: He's a little kid. Yeah. They're like, we know he's not the mole. It's easy. But is he? Corbin still gets suspicious sometimes. Some you never know. At this point, like, the pot is at Mm $67,000. There's suspicions Mm -hmm. going around again from all of this revealed information. Steven Steven gets a little emotional um, at Michael, knowing that he didn't Mm -hmm. do it, and starts getting really suspicious that Michael is the mole. Yeah. Um, he's pointing his finger in his face He's like Really upset Let's listen in to
0: Stephen on Michael
2: I gotta tell you people Something right now If Michael's the mole He's gonna wish he'd never been born
1: Which to me I'm like isn't it better if he is the mole In this case cause then there's a reason For him doing all yeah. of this stuff And if he's not the mole he's just being a jerk Like I don't understand Stephen's Point no. of view there like, someone's the mole, Stephen. You have to accept There
0: that. are multiple scenes. There was a scene in the first episode around dinner, and there was – uh, I, it might have been in a secret scene, I think, for this episode where this topic comes up, and everyone else is like, it's a game. We're all going to be friends. And, like, Stephen yeah. is like, no, you are
1: dead to me. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be mad at no matter – who hmm. the mole is? He's gonna be mad. To be
0: honest, though. I mean, my real gauge on Steven is that he doesn't care he's there for a really great time. But he's like, I gotta make this dramatic TV
1: show. Like, <laughs> It's his entryway into this world of reality television. And he's doing a great job. Yeah,
0: because this is truly his shift from actor to reality TV star. Like, this yeah. is going to be his main gigs for, like, the next 10 or so years. So <laughs> yeah. you can see why, honestly.
1: He's going for it. No, I love
0: him. Any scene he's in, he is just the center of attention
1: he's exactly he's thoroughly entertaining Mm -hmm. yeah yeah
0: i mean i think he's gross especially in just like the way he treats kathy and fred but Mm -hmm. he works a camera he gets you know he makes a scene
1: which is what he's an entertainer for sure like you he's not talentless i think he's got a good amount of talent he just channels it in weird ways yeah
0: I agree with that. Also, at the end of this entire challenge, Jackie, my thought process was just at the point where I was like, is the concept of Celebrity Mall broken because, like, nobody really cares about the money and they're all, like, just purposely acting suspicious because they...
1: They all seem really... Obsessed with the money too Like they're obsessed with who the mole is And how much they'll hate you forever Mostly Steven But they are really like emotional about money Into the pot Yeah, So it's weird It's like do they need this money Or they're just like they know that caring about it will put on a good show. Yeah, I, don't know.
0: I just, I, I'm i struggling with finding where the investment is to do a good job.
1: What's the incentive? <laughs> yeah,
0: what's the incentive there to do well on the challenges? I just... Why are
1: they here?
0: I think that'll come even more clearly over the next um, challenge, I think.
1: Totally agree. Because this
0: next challenge gets truly... Wild,
1: wild. Talk about like hard to explain.
0: Yeah, I. So I'm gonna do my best here. Uh, so they they take a boat ride into the middle of this bay. Kathy's getting really boat sick. Mm-hmm. Is like a little side story. She says that she's staring at Michael to make him her horizon. Her, her yeah, horizon, which was funny. Um. Anyway, all right. So. <laughs> The challenge is so confusing that before I even get to the point of genuinely explaining what the challenge is, um, I thought it would be fun to play two audio clips of what the contestants interpreted the challenge was at different events. Because the challenge is so wild that um, first we hear from Steven and his first thoughts of what maybe the challenge could be.
2: Like, great, they're gonna put weights on us and make us go to like a sandbar and make an omelet. Who knows? You know, it's the underwater omelet game.
1: <laughs> so, that's quite something. Yeah, the
0: first interpretation of the challenge is they're gonna take us to a sandbar, they're gonna put weights on us, put us on a sandbar, and then make us make omelets. Like,
1: that sounds pretty easy, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh no, not if you're underwater. Yeah.
0: No, how are you gonna
1: cook that? I you'd be standing in like a, you know, when there's a sandbar at the ocean, yeah, and it means it's like, oh, it's really yeah. easy to stand out a here.
0: grill. exactly.
1: Guess <laughs> that's not what the he was imagining. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, if they were trying, if they were trying to cook an omelet underwater, that would basically be like them trying to cook an omelet on the lava field that Kathy walked over because that was also underwater. <laughs>
1: It was rigged. <laughs>
0: okay, so we also hear Kathy's interpretation. Kathy's a bit more on the mark, um, but still pretty far off. So, here's
2: Kathy. <laughs> I was thinking we're going to have to like scuba to the floor of the ocean and dig up fish bones.
1: <laughs> so, closer. Closer, but still so
0: off. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, that's just to give you some context on what we're working with here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they take a boat. They go to the middle of this bay. And then a submarine comes to the surface. And the submarine has a flag. It's called Uh, And so, again, <laughs> he explains, I'm going to need three, three groups. Mm-hmm. And the groups are, I'm going to need a submarine team. I'm going to need a charades team. And I'm going to need a gravediggers team. Mm-hmm. You know immediately right classic what team would you be on submarine great charades or grave diggers because this is all of the context that he gives
1: yeah like based off of just those labels yeah um i think i would pick oh it's so hard i think i would pick submarine because i think i get nervous with games like charades where i Mm -hmm. won't know what the Mm clue is and i'll be like i can't give this to you and i'll feel like really bad about
0: that yeah I think I would pick gravediggers I think submarine scares me being underwater in like Mm -hmm. a vessel what's the water pressure situation there what what does it take for a, a door to open a window to break in so I'm not a huge fan of that idea uh the charades team just the anxiety of it all uh no thank you
1: They need to be actually, like, scuba diving, essentially. They need some way to be breathing underwater, and that is complicated. Yeah,
0: yeah, right. So what's – okay, so anyway, the charades team, which is Michael and Corbin, they need to scuba dive underwater. And they are going to have a few names of TV shows or movies that they need to charades or act out – to the submarine team, which is Steven and Fred. And they are sitting inside a submarine with a big window looking out at the charades team acting out. Mm -hmm. Once the uh, submarine team guesses the correct TV show or movie, they then need to radio over to the gravediggers team, which is Kathy and Eric, who are in a graveyard cemetery and it is a made up graveyard and all of the graves are names of actors. Um, mm-hmm. and so, so he's going to say the name of a movie or a TV show. And then the gravediggers have to identify which actor died in that TV show or movie and then dig up the yeah. grave. Let's Then, There are five ones that they're going to dig up Amongst like all these options Then there is a bag of $25,000 That is only in one grave So they have to have pulled up the one with the money So it's all or bust basically
1: And the rest of them just have like bones
0: Nice and simple
1: Weird, yeah (laughs) That's it, that's it That's all you have to remember Uh, Yeah, really simple I didn't rewatch those ten times Uh, No, not at all I didn't take notes so that I'd be able to talk about it. Yeah. Uh Truly,
0: Corbin and Michael got the short end of the stick here. To charades out uh, while scuba
1: diving, just so hard, so, so hard. And I just want to say because um, thinking back to the previous clip of Stephen being like, "Guys, can we be smart about this, please?" <laughs> yeah. When people jump too quickly to certain jobs um, or roles, as Soon as Ahmad says, like, the roles that are in this game, he immediately grabs Fred on the boat and he's like, Submarine. Yeah. Like, he. Yeah. He just is so contradictory Based on his emotions of the day Or who's next to him
0: uh, I think he uh, he was excited about One to one time with Fred So before the challenge starts It's like everyone getting into the situation Like the divers are getting ready Fred and Steven are getting in the submarine And then we get a clip of Kathy and Eric Which I think is fun that they're just on land somewhere like i don't know where they are but they clearly put them out on a boat ride to show them the submarine and then had to take a boat ride back to go to the graveyard yeah uh and so they're kind of like discussing okay like we got we got to dig up and like this is what we're gonna do and then kathy offers to help eric in this next Mm -hmm. audio clip
2: now, do you really want me to help you dig? Yeah. I mean, All right, I'll help you. I just want to once wanna... we find the stone, what else are you going to be doing if you're not digging? Well, number one, I don't want to drop this or this up in any way, and number two, I don't want to like get in your way and where we end up like banging stuff. So I will like sort just of set it down on the headstone. Okay.
1: Guys, <laughs> <laughs> like, do you want me to work? She's like, truly does not <laughs> want to have to dig things up. So she's like, you've got this, right? Oh no, wait, you want me to help? And he's like, just us. Like, we well, are you <laughs> like, gonna, I'm gonna want?
0: I could see it as a moley act. Like I feel like Kathy is smart in that if she is the mole, she's not just obviously borking a challenge and like falling and ruining it, but it's in the yeah. way that she messes people's heads, like in a very subtle, casual way that they feel like it's just Kathy joking around being Kathy. She's like, Oh, you want me to help? Oh, yeah. who- oh of course. Like
1: You could not put a weirder dynamic together than Eric and Kathy, I think in yeah. my opinion of just like lifestyle place in their career like
0: I don't even want to talk about the secret scene
1: I don't either it was (laughs) okay
0: (laughs) yeah uh there was a secret scene and it was Eric and Kathy and they were at the graveyard and they were just talking really bored while things were going on and Kathy was asking Eric about like watching porn in a hotel room and it was uncomfortable it was
1: so strange it was so strange my jaw was agape okay so we get started with the challenge um we so the start this challenge is like a chain of events in the team so the charades need to get the submarine team to transmit the movie or tv show to the gravediggers so right now we're on the charades team michael does the first one um and i realized as i was watching this that i was like i don't know the last time i played charades like charades at this point in time in the world was still big yeah you know the movie rolling camera there's a language they know the lingo of charades and so i was like i would have needed a refresh if i was on that team
0: yeah no because there are certain like like if you tap two fingers on this arm It means syllables But if you tap a finger on this arm It means words And if you
1: put your fingers close to like this It just means that you're talking about a verb ending But not about It was crazy Sounds like a syllable Like I wouldn't know how to get there at all But they no. used that a lot
0: Yeah, that seems like the wrong way to your rates to I me I know,
1: it was weird It seems like the hard option It seemed very hard so michael gets started he does the universal movie sign like cranking a camera four words first word sounds like um and then he kind of like slaps his hand
2: yeah
1: and he acts like it hurts he's like ow Mm -hmm. without words of course um so they get that sounds like ow the first syllable of the first word it's the first syllable of the first word sounds like ow and that's it it's four words no idea um Watching along, I also was like, I have no idea what he's getting. At. I had no idea. So they're struggling. So Steven I think very smartly, said says like, can we go to another movie? Because they're four minutes in at this point, and I think it's only like a fifteen. 15 minute mm-hmm. time yeah. So they go to another movie. It's Corbin's turn. Yes. Um, he does movie two words, um, and he does like A motion around his neck like a necklace. So they yes. get necklace that's not the word but it's close he starts making little tiny like circle mm-hmm. motions with his hand. um and freddie immediately shouts pearl harbor yeah um so they funnel that over like radio to kathy and eric pearl harbor so now we're in the graveyard mm-hmm. with kathy and eric yes Do you know who you'd be looking for Like who died and what actor Died in Pearl Harbor I thought about this
0: too for so long Jackie I paused it and I was like Okay well it's Ben Affleck and Josh Harnett are in it. Mm-hmm. And I definitely like loved this movie for a bit of my time. And so I was like trying to think about the plot. And I was like, okay, well, the girl was originally with Ben Affleck, but then they thought he died. So then she got with Josh Harnett. But then Ben Affleck came back and he wasn't dead. Oh. But then was Pearl Harbor the battle. And then one of them died. And I couldn't remember exactly who it was, but I just remember a scene where she was like – you can't be dead, like, like, you, <laughs> what? like it's your baby
1: or something. Huh?
0: But I don't remember if it was Josh or Ben that died.
1: So Josh is the one I be- That's who they go with. That he died. Mm. I never saw the movie, and they did have both Ben Affleck and Josh Hartnett in the graveyard. So, a trick. so that's hard. Yeah.
0: Did you see who else had a grave?
1: No, who.
0: They had a grave marked, a lot
1: of graves, but they had a grave marked A. Cooper. Anderson no. Cooper. Yes. <gasps> I didn't catch that. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's wild. The shade. Oh, my God. So so they, they go to the Josh Hartnett grave because that's their choice for who died. Um,
0: 50-50 shot. Yeah.
1: And they're digging it out. They get it out of the grave, but it's like Eric needs to kind of pull it up. Or sorry, they get it out of the ground. Eric kind of pulls mm-hmm. it up. Um, and we cut to Kathy. Kathy lets us in on something weird that happens as they pull
2: that out. When we were taking out the caskets, Eric accidentally lifted the lid a little bit. So he took it out, he brought it back, and I said, what's well, the 25 grand in there? What'd you see? So was there anything in there? What? Is there anything in there? Skeleton. That's bad. Huh? I think that's bad. I had no money. No
1: not good keep that in mind that eric saw the josh hartnett casket and he said that there was just bones no money in there
0: yeah when i first watched it i was confused because i thought oh that means ben affleck died but really what it just means is that the money might be for another one of the clues right
1: and it i think it could have been that ben affleck died um right. in this case josh hartnett was the one that died they get that right i don't think oh, it's
0: been- you, you verified it cool actually <laughs> i still never googled it i was
1: like i don't know you know, I just accepted it because I don't think they said anything otherwise. But I
0: think with the plot of the movie, it makes sense that then the new love would die and then she would be back to Ben Affleck. Right, right. It, uh, it <laughs> It's fine.
1: <laughs> um, the casket doesn't have money in it from what Eric says yeah. at this point.
0: Again, another challenge blunder.
1: Another blunder, I know. Anyway, so we go back to the submarine Um michael's turn again to give a clue um he says movie three words and he starts kind of like lying horizontally so he's like laying down um they get this pretty quickly without like much more probing yeah they get what lies beneath um eric gets that across the radio he immediately says michelle pfeiffer kathy immediately corrects him harrison ford I've never seen I've it. I've never
0: seen it either. I would hate to be, even though I said I would want to be the gravedigger, this would be my worst. I'm so bad at knowing actors and movies. Oh my gosh.
1: Like the things I do remember, I can remember, but a random movie, like I haven't seen half of these. Right. Um so yeah, that's um that's where they're headed
2: next, um, to get Harrison Ford.
0: Yeah. Actually Kathy has some thoughts on it.
2: I have moments where it's not that I'm thinking the game is absurd. I'm thinking of how absurd it is that I'm playing the game. Harrison, got him. Okay. I can't believe that I am in a graveyard with the kid from Dinotopia digging up Harrison Ford's grave. That's weird. I love that.
1: She says it well. Yeah, it's like, that's exactly why
0: we're doing this podcast, Kathy. This is pretty weird what y'all are up to. Also weird. Oh gosh, that's why we're here, people. Uh, All right. Um, so we'll kind of quickly do our best to quickly get through the rest yeah. of this challenge. Um, so Corbin's acting again. Uh, TV show, two words. He quickly starts showing directionals. They very quickly get South Park. Mm-hmm um and Stephen, i love he like radios in kathy and eric and he's like the next tv show is south park and then he like puts down the radio and he just like to fred screams he's like who oh, dies in south park i know i loved that and we then get a great cut immediately to kathy and eric in the graveyard and apparently <laughs> eric is a south park fan
2: Who killed Kenny? All of a sudden he was in a coalition with Kenny.
1: Screw you guys, I'm going home. Oh my gosh, his age. 20 years old, it really shows his age and the time.
0: Yeah, that voice that he was making, and I think it is an actual good impression of the South Park Mm -hmm. characters, but just hearing him make that sound like made like, my spine tingle in a bad way. I was like, "Oh!" It was like that immediate. What's that like, cortex in your brain where it's like fight or flight or the like, amygdala? yeah. I just immediately like run away. Had a negative reaction to it. And I was like, "Oh." Anyway, they dig up Kenny. They go back to our charade uh, group, and we go back to the difficult one that they couldn't yeah. get in the beginning. Um, and so what. They eventually get it, um, which is crouching tiger, hidden dragon.
2: Mm. Which
0: I am just again, I just don't understand the charades here because you were focusing on the syllable "ow" when tiger was an yeah. option. Like we're like hiding, hidden. Yeah, just you could scratch you could and crouch. Right? Why are you doing syllable sight by syllable out in? Like I just. Oof.
1: I don't know if it's just hard or Michael is like, this is a great opportunity to be molly because it's hard. Yeah. I don't know. I thought Michael in general was just suspicious this episode.
0: Yeah, whether it was as the mole or purposely just acting suspicious to, like, throw everyone else off is what was the exactly. Um. Anyway, they get Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. They can buzz in Eric and Kathy over in the grave, and they immediately dig up Chow Yun-Fat, who I would have never gotten.
1: Never. But Kathy
0: knew it. Uh. So we are basically down to, like, the last minute, really, and they're trying to get one more because they've only dug up four grades four graves so far uh and the movie is american beauty that they're trying to guess and so corbin no michael's acting it out and he says tv show two words and the second word and he points to fred <laughs> <Beauty>. <laughs> yeah and they they pretty quickly get beauty like they pretty quickly get right. to beauty uh, like steven is like beauty oh god sore so anyway Then they're working on the first word, American. And again, it's like, just do the word and like salute or something. Put your hand, like do the pledge. And he's doing syllable by syllable. Uh, me, uh. I was like, what's happening?
1: So weird. Such a Uh, weird strategy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like at one point for the fourth syllable being man, he was pointing to his crotch
1: I was oh, like, no, that what... so what he was doing was he said sounds like and it was a Rick. So he was trying <laughs> to get the syllable Rick and he was pointing down to his crown. Sounds like sounds like, you know.
0: <laughs> I it was hard. Okay, that makes sense because they were beeping out like that part too, that I couldn't yeah.
1: really No, it was a messy way to attack American. <laughs> <It was laughs> not not clear, not straightforward at all. <sighs>
0: uh and anyway they don't get it they mm-hmm. don't get american beauty the buzzer goes off uh and it's so steven immediately is like michael's in big trouble steven's really hot on michael this episode mm-hmm. like like michael's keep money out of the pot um and then corbin comes in and he has a take on who actually was the uh suspicious mm-hmm. one here
2: If you're telling me that Mr. Baldwin, who's pretty knowledgeable of films, especially ones with Kevin Spacey usual suspects, could not pull out American in front of beauty. Stephen Baldwin blew the answer.
0: Yeah, I kind of love that, though. I love that take. He's like. Steven you were in one good movie hit this will be your only big movie hit of your life is The Usual Suspects you starred with Kevin Spacey and Kevin Spacey's other big hit is American Beauty make the
1: connection god so that was I mean they got four out of five like yeah Tiger Hidden Dragon they should have gone to American Beauty before they went back to Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon
0: yeah I don't I don't understand um I also, when I was trying to think through, like, who is most likely to be in the mole in this challenge, uh, not that I could suss out anyone in particular, but I was thinking that the mole has intel from production, so production Mm -hmm. tells the mole, you know, uh, try to do this. Position in this challenge yeah. and so production also probably told the mole which casket the money would be in oh. um, and so I won't get I won't spoil it right now but I think that it would be easy to tell either one of the charades people or one of the guessers to just or even one of the grave diggers to just not get that one exact one right. Yeah. It kind of makes it really easy to blend in because you could be acting really well on all of the other clues and just yeah. know, oh, I just have to flub this one.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like yeah at any point of the teams could you really throw it like right you could not give the charade well you could not get the charade at all and you could not know who's in
0: exactly the tv or movie exactly which is so I think that we'll have more insight once we figure out which one which grave what the money was in I think then we can yeah. analyze that specific one and think who did good and who did bad on that one that's a
1: good point so that said, um, that's the end of the challenge for what they can right. do. Um, time is up. So they all regroup and they meet in the graveyard where Eric and Kathy were working. Um, and they recap that they have found four out of the five possible caskets, mm-hmm. which I take to mean that they were right.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Josh,
1: aren't it They never fully address it, but yeah. we're, we're to assume that the four are four correct. Yeah, tell the people what we want to know. Exactly, yeah. I guess if they were wrong, maybe they would have said it explicitly. Fair. Um, so the goal is, like, we're going to open the four of these four of these caskets that you pulled up, and hopefully there's money in one of them. Um, and if there isn't, then it's in the fifth that you didn't get. Um. So they open one by one. They open one, Mm -hmm. the money's not in there. Two, the money's not in there. At this point, Ahmad kind of slows down.
0: So they open Chow Yun Fat and Kenny.
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah. And he turns to the team and he offers them $5,000 to just stop. Like, we're not going to look at the rest of the caskets, call the whole thing off. Um, There's
0: always a twist. There's
1: always a twist. Kathy, at this point, knows that Eric saw one of the remaining two caskets mm-hmm. that they have, mm-hmm. and that there were only bones mm-hmm. in there, is what he said. So, in her mind, Kathy is urging people to take the money. Like, let's just take the money. Let's stop now. Right. Um, they decide to keep going for it. Um, they open Harrison Ford. It's not in there. Oof. Ahmad comes back again with a bigger offer. $10,000 to just stop. You have one casket left. It's either bones or money. Um, and Kathy really starts, like, questioning Eric at yeah. this point. Like, if the last one left is the one he saw. It's Josh Harnett. <laughs> and they know supposedly, that it's just bones. Yeah.
0: I mean, he lifted the lid and saw inside.
1: Eric is saying that they should open the casket. Yeah. And Kathy is looking at him with these, like, I will kill you eyes, being like, what are you doing? You yeah. see the casket, it's bones. And he's like, I think we should go for it. No idea what's going on at this point. No idea mm-hmm. how to verify initially and did see the money or if he's just doing one of his weird strategies again
0: yeah it's a good point I just personally love the look that she's giving him like she you can tell in this moment like she is so deep in it and like she is like just Her brain is going to mile a minute She's like trying to communicate with him With just a look Because she doesn't want to say anything out loud But she's kind of trying to just really suss him out In that moment I feel like this was like a super important moment For her thinking And
1: I kind of wonder Like I feel like if I were her I would have broadcasted it more I would have been like guys Eric saw inside Mm -hmm. that casket Because then at that point it's more publicly available to talk about and it right. then puts a weirder shadow on Eric because like, yeah, I feel like the whole group would have been like, dude, why are you not telling us then? And instead she kind of keeps it quiet with him.
0: Yeah, which is also bad because she knowingly is like, okay, like we're going to lose. Yeah. We're not going
1: to get any money this game. It's so weird. Um, But Eric's still like, I don't know, like to the rest of the group, he's like, That was the first one I pulled. It felt the heaviest. Yeah. And like he's pushing to open it. So I have no idea what's going through Eric's brain. No idea. At this point, super weird. Um, He's laying it on super thick. Again,
0: like, it's just everyone's trying to pretend to be the mole. Where it's just impossible. Especially Eric. I think Eric's really trying to pretend to be the mole. Michael's trying to pretend to be the mole. I think Stephen a little bit is trying to pretend to be the mole. Corbin's trying to pretend to be the mole a little bit. Like, I mean, I think all the guys are really being suspect. Kathy and Fred both seem a little more genuine.
1: They seem like they're just trying to figure out the game. Fred, yeah, seems more so like she's trying to have a good time and just stay under the radar. Kathy's yeah. Like she's vocally trying to figure things out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the team overrides Kathy and they mm-hmm. want to open the last casket and not take Ahmad's $10,000 offer. Um, they open the last casket, and as Eric said initially, it's just bones. There's it's no money in there. Just bones. Kathy starts freaking out, saying, "What the hell is wrong with you? Why did you do that?" Um, and so it turns out that the money was in the Kevin Spacey casket, which is American <gasps> Beauty. Wow, wow, wow! Tragic.
0: I mean, while that whole Eric thing is so suspicious. The fact that the clue was in the American Beauty just – and Eric and Kathy didn't even get a chance to yeah. dig on that one where it almost like exempts them in my mind. I agree. Um, and I'm now narrowing in on one of the other four. I
2: that's just think
0: for sure the mole – on either team, I don't know who, but like that's where they messed it up. And because Eric and Kathy didn't even get a chance, I feel like they're not the mole.
1: Yeah that's a super good point I think that's spot on for What happened Um, Yeah and so And then I don't know if you got this clip Mm -hmm. Did you get this clip so there's a Weird scene after this Of Eric in a confessional um, That like Again It just felt like I don't Know that he has an accurate view Of his game right now Here he is I've
2: been working with Kathy it's a hidden coalition. You know, I if I took a second and thought, I'm in a coalition with them all.
0: Why does he talk that way in confessionals? You know, like they're in private rooms, you can speak at normal volume. My dude, Eric.
1: I have no idea. Again, I think it's like he's trying to be a dramatic actor. Yeah, but, but it's so weird.
0: I mean, Kathy confirms it that they aren't a coalition.
1: I was wondering if they took that out of context like you never oh, know maybe with editing
0: just, yeah but maybe right because she didn't she didn't say it directly in relation to Eric she said maybe I'm in a coalition right. of the mall so yeah oh my gosh good riddance on that challenge though uh, that challenge really exhausted. <laughs> I didn't know we would get through it me
1: neither was yes. like how am I going to talk
0: about this yeah, trying to take notes during that challenge was so hard. I was pausing every two minutes. I was like, what's happening It was here? a lot. It was a lot. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, they get no money, and now it is nighttime, and they go to their normal dinner table, and they are sitting around the dinner table as they do on the night of the elimination. Okay, so they're going to have the quiz tonight, but first they're sitting around dinner, and it's normally just a chill time to relax and, like, talk and joke. But mod comes out and he's like, you guys, I feel badly about the way the charades game went and so I want to give you a chance to win the money back. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, you might have noticed that we didn't offer any exemptions this round, which is true. An exemption normally comes up at some point during one of the two challenges where a person has a chance to win exemption, meaning that they can't get voted out, not voted out, but they can't be eliminated right. at the quiz. Uh, and so Ahmad says, so I have a twist for you right here now at dinner. The twist is that you guys can choose to give an exemption to one person, but it has to be a unanimous vote. And if they can vote unanimously on one of the six of them to be exempt, that he will add $25,000 to the pot. Now, this is where it's like Ahmad didn't feel too bad about the money they lost, because then he goes... If you don't agree, I will take (laughs) $25,000 out of the pot. So it's not even
1: just an optional. He's like, no. Like, Like you kind of need to do this. You got to get it done.
0: Yeah. And he tells them, you have 30 minutes to decide this over dinner.
1: That is insane. Uh,
0: I love this, though. So good. For me, like not a physical challenge and a just a mental mind play challenge oh gosh this is the meat and potatoes here that we're here for
1: this is like as close to our friend murder mystery that yes. you can get, where you're just hanging out for like yeah. a finite amount of time and you need to figure something out
0: oh gosh this is the best this is like i mean It's like a game of mafia or like ultimate werewolf where you're just only have your words to get everyone to like do what you want. Yeah. Oh, so fun. So it starts out, uh, first Steven basically like immediately appoints himself as the one that's running this conversation. It's like, all right, we're going to go around the table and everyone say who you want to be exempt. And so he points at Kathy and Kathy goes myself. And then he points to Eric and Eric says, Kathy. Yeah. So two votes for Kathy so far. We've gone around to two. Kathy's looking good. Coalition. Yeah. Uh, then he gets to Fred, and Fred says myself. Then he gets to Michael. Michael says himself. Then he gets to Corbin, and Corbin says Eric. Strange. So everyone voted for themselves except for Eric and Corbin. Eric voted for Kathy, and Corbin voted for Eric. So pretty wide yeah. spread so far. A lot of people saying themselves, but everyone's just feeling out like we just mm-hmm. started. Um, and so Stephen first starts by questioning Corbin. He's like, that's interesting. Why would you pick Eric and not yourself? Mm-hmm. And Corbin says that he wants somebody – he wants the person that gets eliminated tonight to be somebody that's harder for him to figure out. And he says Eric is really easy for him to figure out, so he wants him to be exempt and he wants him to stay. That actually makes a lot of
1: sense. Which I could –
0: like, I mean, you know, I like that he's thinking about it in that yeah. way. And I think Eric probably is an easier one to figure yeah. out. So it it checks out for me. And I kind of like seeing that level of strategy mm-hmm. from Corbin. Um, and Steven like agrees. He's like, yeah, you know, that makes sense. I vote Eric too. Like that's a really good point. And once that happens, then Michael and Kathy also immediately jump on board and they're like, I'll vote Eric, I'll yeah. vote Eric. Um, and so we very quickly like. We're getting somewhere. Almost are settled. Like everyone's like okay like yeah 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 Eric uh, but Fred is like putting up a little bit of a fight she's like why Eric like I want it for myself yeah Um, she's not pushing back too hard they're just a few minutes into it and she's kind of just questioning the quick group think mm-hmm. and then Corbin like snaps
2: <laughs>
0: Corbin the one who immediately was the person who suggested Eric to begin with he says that um nope he doesn't want to do this he would rather take the money out of the pot and increase his own chances of staying he's done he's not doing this take the money out of the pot uh i have a little bit of an audio clip because it's truly fun listening to corbin sort of lose his mind
2: we're all willing to vote for eric no not eric except you correct there are five people that are willing to vote for eric now you said you vote for me and i'll agree that's the only person I'm going to vote for. You have 17 minutes to make a decision. Yeah, Let's not rush. Let's finish our <laughs> foie gras. And perhaps Corbin will have another psychotic episode and vote for Ahmad.
1: <laughs> so, Steven's funny. Yeah,
0: he's having fun. He's fun to watch. He is fun. But yeah, Corbin completely shuts down at this point. He's like, either you all vote for me or it's not happening.
1: Yeah, it's very stubborn. Puts Mm -hmm. him in not a good look and confusing because he just went for Eric. So, like, he doesn't really Mm – did he provide an explanation of what made him switch? Not
0: really well. Um, I think the most confusing part is, like, the backtrack from being agreeable to not because, I mean – Honestly, I don't think it's the worst move. It's a bad look. You don't look great. You're not being agreeable and you're being stubborn. But you basically are either guaranteeing yourself safety, which is huge. There's only 6 of you. There's only so many episodes. Like an exemption is huge. So it's either yeah. you guarantee yourself exemption um or like that's it. Like, you're not going to guarantee someone else safety, and so you kind of put the onus on everyone else to be like, you all have to agree with me. Like, this is the only option.
1: Yeah, I don't dislike it, and I think from, like, a player point of view, I would also want that to fight for Mm -hmm. either no one or me, because – yeah, the odds are so high that I would go home if anyone right. gets an exemption. Exactly.
0: I think it's huge to get yourself an exemption at this point because if somebody else gets the exemption, then like you have a one-in-five shot that you're going home tonight. No, one-in-four shot because four. one person is the mole. Yeah, it's not good. So, yeah, it's not good. Um, so Corbin at this point not there to make friends.
1: mm
0: And so basically this goes on for a while. Michael just basically sums it up and he's like, okay – so we either all need to vote for Corbin or Corbin needs to change his mind and, like, Corbin's not changing his mind. Um, yeah. And so Corbin definitely is getting, like, people being suspicious of him at this point. There are a few, mm-hmm. um, like, confessionals about Corbin just completely yeah. sabotaging this.
1: I feel like it's such a smart move on Corbin's part, even if he's not the mole, especially if he's not the mole, to confuse people this way right before the quiz.
0: Yeah, Um, ooh. You know,
1: like, yeah, like, people will think...
0: It's a live tribal.
1: Sabotage... Exactly. Sabotaging $25,000, that's, like, the most they've gotten in one period of time in a challenge. Um, Yeah. So maybe that's what he realizes in the switch from Eric to himself. It's not just about his exemption, it's about... Throwing people off in the quiz that's coming in like ten minutes.
0: Yeah, I think that's giving Corbin a lot of credit, which maybe he <laughs> does deserve. I mean, you know, he could be doing it intentionally. I'm just—it's a generous portrayal. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Um, but I would love that if that was—I do love that in, uh, that take. Yeah. Um, so at this point, like time is ticking. Steven now, <laughs> Steven just kind of goes crazy, and he's like, "Yeah, well." now I refuse to vote for anyone that doesn't vote for me like you have to vote for me I'm not gonna vote for anyone else and I'm not gonna change my mind I will bet each one of you $25,000 personally that I won't change my mind which is just comical because it's against my point of like the money means nothing at this point and so (laughs) Right. Yeah. You don't need this. Money. I can't find the incentive in any of it if Steven is willing to shell out $25,000 to each person. Yeah. <sighs> Amazing. Gosh. Um, so it gets down to one minute to decide. They don't even get to a vote. And so $25,000 gets taken from the pot. Uh, so
1: it's less now yep. Than at the end of the first episode
0: yep. Yeah they ended the first episode at 50000 and we're ending the second episode At 42000
1: <laughs> That's so sad there's not a lot of time left <laughs> No poor They problem. don't care about the money No
0: at all at all um, Oh my god Yeah
1: so, so then they're going into the quiz mm-hmm. They are going into their second quiz Um and so, like we said, we try to take the quiz along while we're watching the episode. Um, there are some questions in the quiz each week that as a viewer, you wouldn't be able to know. Um, maybe if you watch the secret scenes and like take notes, yeah, you'd be able to know. But they're clearly from like some other little events that have happened off screen.
0: Yeah, the quiz is hard um, to take so... as an at-home viewer.
1: It is very hard. And it's funny because they put, like, on the TV, on the screen, it's, like, from the live showing, it's, like, find the quiz at ABC.com. So people were uh,
0: – I wish I was still
1: live. I know. I visited ABC.com, searched for the mole. There's no trace of it. No. They, like, don't even acknowledge it as a former no. show. It's <laughs> yeah. Insane to me. Um, so anyway – um this week for the quiz i based my results off of fred last week i did it off of michael um i wanted to change it up because i felt like i don't know michael was like too obvious as Mm -hmm. a whole this week and i feel like fred was really under the radar and i just wanted to go someone like different
0: uh yeah i think michael was too obvious um i want to stick with somebody that was in the foursome between either the charades people or the submarine people I'm going to pick Corbin um, mm-hmm. just because I think that last play was really – I'm not sure what the goal was there, but I liked it. Yeah. Um. So I, I would base okay. it off of
1: Corbin. Cool. Um. Yeah, I thought about going the odds route, but I was like, I know Tori will stick with, like, the odds, yeah. so I'll just yeah. do a different take. I'm willing to commit this
0: round. I think the yeah. first round I was still putting my feelers out, but I'm willing not, – not saying Corbin's definitely the mole, but just at least right now, like, I think he has potential. Right, right, right.
1: Um. So, should we get into the yeah. quiz questions? Okay. Yeah. So, number one, is always, is the mole male or female? I said female. Male. Yeah. Number two, when Ahmad revealed the results at the conclusion of underwater charades, who was standing to the left of the mole? Now, for this, I was like, I could go back and watch it, but I don't even care. Yeah. So I just, I like, just left it blank. I was like, mm. <laughs> it's like I don't care. Um, what pets does the mole have? Oh my gosh. How would we know this? This wasn't even in the secret scenes.
0: No, but did you pause it on the screen? Because I yeah, did. I did. And too. literally there's only one cat person. Like all of the answers are like dogs, 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 dogs. And then one person says, My two cats. Oh my Um God. and then I did a lot of Googling to figure out who the person is that has cats. Um, oh who God. do you think is? Um Kathy? No, Fred.
1: Oh, I love Fred. Yeah,
0: which really warms me up to her. You know we're cat people here. I um, love that. I don't know if she, at the time of filming she had cats, but I found an interview from 2015 where they asked her her morning routine um, and she said feeding my cats. And I was like, <gasps> oh, Fred's a cat. Oh, love it,
1: love it, love it. Yeah. Well, then I got that wrong basing it off of Fred because I said – Let's go with the two dogs that say Casper and Poppy Whippets because that was
0: Okay, I thought that was weird too, as a name for a dog. I cause then Whippets. Poppy Whippets. It sounds
1: like a drug thing. <laughs> it's a drug. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking- like <laughs> <laughs> Like that is Poppy and that is whippets. Yeah, I'm like those are drugs. That's a that's Stephen Baldwin. Yeah, immediately I was like, Whoa. <laughs> or Corbin, I don't know. Um, what job did the mole? All- Having yesterday's job game Um short order cook for mine Uh then mine would be The flyer yeah he got a free Pass oh yeah <laughs> Um number five What is the mole's favorite place they've traveled to Now This I don't know if you paused on this screen <laughs> Obviously <laughs> They're all phrased very Normally yeah. like Of places like I don't, I didn't Write down but let's say like. Okay. All phrase like let's say like Bahamas, Italy, Australia, yeah. California, and then the, one of the options is I love Europe. <laughs> I was like, how did you get <laughs> answers? Like, wasn't it literally like the quiz that you sent out and you just took it?
0: it feels like it has to be based off an in real life conversation they had so then someone at
1: production just wrote it in that way like did they write did they say it like so memorably where it's like I love VR? <laughs> and they were like "Right," they to put it exactly as they said it so weird <sighs> oh, cracking up oh my god I know that was so good Um, you, did you have a guess for Corbin's favorite place no <laughs> yeah,
0: I think know. he would probably be like the Italy one or something yeah.
1: Number six What team was the mole on during the underwater charades game? Submarine Yeah mine was a charades team yeah. Is the mole's room number even or odd? No idea like,
0: Yeah skip <laughs> Yeah
1: um, What was the mole's peculiar odd job before becoming famous? Now we learn these options from a secret scene Yeah
0: so I do know this
1: So I, I took the quiz before I watched The secret scene so like mm-hmm. I, th- I think I, I guessed busboy But mm. Fred's job Was um, A paper route yep. girl. Yeah
0: Yes. And Corbin was a carpenter Yeah which I could see that
1: Yeah um, Number nine did the mole succeed on their task During the jobs game yes mine yeah mine's a little more vague mine's a choice c he
0: didn't do it (laughs) yeah
1: and number 10 who is the mole i said fred
0: i'll say corbin Uh, uh there is really one fun video audio clip that came at the end here um from stephen baldwin that i'd love to play
2: to be the mole or not to be the mole that is the question
0: I just love to carry on our theme of Stephen doesn't know if he's the mole or not yet.
1: I love that. He's like, am I going to find out at the end? Yeah, he's,
0: he's just, that, that storyline is still tracking very well for me.
1: I love it so much.
0: Uh, um oh, we never even talked about the secret scene where um it it was during the explanation of the rules for the second challenge which was crazy and like oh, the yeah. contestants were all so confused like yes. and and so like Ahmad's trying to tell them like Y'all need to quiet down. There's no talking now until, like, we start, like, filming. Like, it's basically, like, behind the scenes. And Steven
1: just is like, well, if the rules were so crazy, if we don't understand the game, that's going to be your fault. He was like, if you can explain things better, then we won't need to, like, talk. And if we get it wrong, then it's your fault. It was so funny, and then he immediately is like in a confessional. He's
0: like, "Oh my gosh, I think I lost my mind, and I accidentally just yelled at Ahmad Rashad." And he like yeah. immediately apologizes to Ahmad. He's like, "Ahmad, I'm so sorry, I just yelled at you right there." And Ahmad's really funny about it. Yeah, he took it well. I loved that. Uh, anyway, uh, they all take the quiz, and then we get to the elimination. And the way the elimination works is they all sit in a line, and Ahmad, there's a TV screen and a laptop, and one by one, he's going to type your name in to the laptop and he presses enter and there's like a thumbprint and if the thumbprint turns green, you're safe. If the thumbprint turns red, you are eliminated. And so the way it's scored is, you know, you're answering the questions based on who you think the mole is and the person who does the worst and knows the least about who the mole is gets eliminated. If there's a tie, it is the person who took the longest. So they time it as well. Uh, So he starts with typing Kathy's name Green, Kathy safe. Types cool. in Michael's name, green, Michael safe. Types in Corbin's name, green, Corbin safe. Types mm-hmm. in Steven's name, red.
1: No. I
0: know.
1: I don't want to lose Steven. Uh, I
0: mean, everyone is shook. They are mouths open, leaning forwards in their chair. Like, their reactions, I think, are exactly what me and you are yeah. feeling, which is. I, there was never a chance in my head that Steven was the mole, and there was never a chance in my head that Steven would win. Mm-hmm. But he is just such an important character on the yeah. show that it just feels like he would be here
1: forever. It's a huge gap to think of this show without him. Like, mm-hmm. it's, he fills so much of every scene. Yes. I love how he leaves. Like, he just gets up all stoically <laughs> Yeah. And he like walks to the end of the room before, like <laughs> the far away end, like not closer to the uh-huh. door, so that he can like do a full exit walk. It's with like his sunglasses on inside. I was like, oh yeah, oh
0: my gosh, it's it's a lot. And then everyone like says their little goodbye to him in confessional, and they're like, oh my, and I love their like. They're kind of like doing a montage of Steven behind their confessionals. Like, yeah. I mean, a highlight reel basically. And it's like, like, I think Fred at one point is like, I'm going to miss his like crazy, funny remarks. And then it's like cut to Steven in the first episode where he's doing the waterfall challenge. And he says, oh, Schwarzenegger couldn't carry my jock strap.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, that was what Fred was referring to, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: I mean and everyone's like oh my gosh he's so funny I can't believe he's gone and Kathy immediately is like he was an asshole Yeah. Um, but she has a really genuine moment she's like no but really like I will say he genuinely makes me laugh so hard and I have a weakness yeah.
1: that and like but he's still an asshole yeah I liked the way she she had like the perfect comic timing yeah. for her. that reveal yeah Mm -hmm.
0: yeah and i think i mean like steven and kathy you could tell did really really crack each other up i Mm -hmm. i liked they both had a very good sense of humor with each other and it was fun to watch
1: i liked them together
0: yeah uh Uh, it's gonna be weird without steven i'm nervous for the next
1: episode there's a preview for next week and he's in it (laughs) so i was like oh thank god we'll still see him i don't know to what extent
0: they kind of, like, are bringing him back, it seems, almost as, like, like a co-host. Yeah, like a Chris Harrison of, like, The Bachelor, where he's just almost, like, like, they show him, they literally say in the preview, they're, like, and coming back for a yeah. surprise visit, and he's, like, in a Hawaiian shirt, like.
1: <laughs> I love it, though, because, like, at the end of the episode, they play it that, like, this person is getting escorted home. Like, yeah. they're leaving right now. Yeah. And they put them in a, like. Van yeah, like he's still in the hotel
0: Uh, Yeah I love it I think if it was anyone else They wouldn't do it but they know that Steven is Like their bread and butter for entertainment And they're like let him come back on the screen
1: One more week
0: Um, And also they're probably just like three more days Of filming in reality and they're like We can all just take the same flight back
1: (laughs) Yeah that's true Yeah they're like we don't want to buy another ticket Yeah Oh
0: my gosh that was episode two Which I um I enjoyed overall. I mean, I think I, I enjoyed enjoy episode it. one more, but um mm. I think there was a lot more could be yada yadda through on this episode, but the moments that were there were really fun. Um I think the it was quality moments but not quantity moments.
1: I definitely agree. I found myself, yeah, pausing less to be like, I want to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um pausing more to be like how do i describe this challenge yeah um, but i agree the moments that were funny hit in a big way with me and like they were unexpected like i didn't yeah. think i would be like replaying eric's like weird strategy
0: yes it's like it yeah. was interesting sides of people like we got we saw way more of eric this episode uh we saw corbin a bit we saw michael um it was nice to get a little bit more insight. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and now that we've recapped the episode, we want to get a chance to hear from our community and what the, the mole community at large is thinking about episode two of season three, Celebrity Mole. Um, now, we haven't – Release these podcasts yet so we don't have any uh of our genuine fans coming into our holy moly podcast at gmail.com inbox which is fine we haven't released it yet but luckily for us, I have found the internet archives of the uh, realitytvworld.com forums from 2002 to 2003 when this was airing. Fantastic. Uh, so I feel blessed to have this input from the community. Yes. Uh, 18 years later, little do they know. <laughs> so um, we have, for first input, I want to hear from... The user Eric Van Detten is hot. Uh, and they have a really astute observation on episode two that I want to pose to you, Jackie. Okay. And uh, the the post says, Did anyone notice this in the second episode? And Eric Van Detten is hot says, Okay, guys, did you realize that the, when that when the players were playing the game with the three jobs, that Michael Boatman was one. The only one who didn't complete his mission properly. And two, the only one who didn't think that Steven would complete his mission. Huh. Does that help? <laughs> Write me back.
1: <laughs> like I didn't <laughs> And I'm like I, did I notice. didn't notice. <laughs> oh wow, that got by me. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out, Eric Van Detten is hot, 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 hot.
0: That's really astute observation. So Michael Boatman was the only one who didn't complete their mission purposely did
1: anyone respond to that
0: uh yeah there is a comment from survivor scott Ooh, survivor fam um he's saying i don't think michael not doing his task was important uh to the fact (laughs) he says it's probably more about the questions uh Yeah. yeah and so and then someone else says i think that having the mole not complete such a simple challenge was way too obvious of a clue um, say so this user is Eric von Detten. post well, that. the last name is spelled wrong because it doesn't say von Detten; it says Vanden. Way to throw
1: us off. Yeah, Eric still strategizing. <laughs> he like posted from the mole confessional room while they were filming. Yeah. Somehow, oh my gosh, that is amazing. Um, so there's another one here from here someone named uh, K Pod. Okay, and This is what they picked up on. Sometimes the best clues are right out there in the open. Here's mine from tonight's episode. When the submarine surfaces, on top is a very obvious green fin-shaped banner reading Das Mole, which you pointed Mm -hmm. out, Tori. Yeah. The subsequent game involves movies and one TV show where people die. All those items, including the submarine, point to the classic 1981 film Das Boot, or in English, The Boat. Mole equals boat equals Michael Boatman. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. So there – Anything to it,
0: Jackie? Uh, So say that one more time. The, The thing says Das Boot.
1: Das Boot. That was a 1981 film. Okay. But in English, Das Boot, they're saying, is The Boat okay and mole boat michael boatman is the Got mole. It. Uh, it's a it's a stretch because they're on a boat
2: mm-hmm. and i
1: think if they were giving us clues about michael <laughs> yeah. boatman being the mole because they're on a boat that'd be like right. not fair and too easy
0: Yeah, I will say I think it's a little more credible than Corbin's eight candles, small, small, big, 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 hamburger hill.
1: You know that saying where it's like the simplest solution is usually the truth? Yeah. Corbin's theories are too complicated. There's there's not enough merit. This is a little simpler. But I love that the community
0: is – There they're thinking about it I wish
1: we could be responding to them Here right Uh, now like I wish we could
0: time Travel back 18 years and be on this message Board
1: but I Will say someone else responds to this Um Mm -hmm. and mentions That um Frederique is Either from like Holland Um and She was speaking I don't know what language It was Dutch Dutch Yeah something like that so they're trying To connect maybe Das Mole. The name isn't that the, german they said yeah they're saying so this person says frederick is either from germany or holland or something they're like she's that's european <laughs> yeah. um so yeah. that person's saying like maybe that's what it is but i don't know what the languages are and her Ooh. it's also a stretch
0: yeah um all right let's take one more from the the community here um and this is from user tickled pink and they write it's eric common sense and i love that they preface this by saying i don't know if this is a spoiler but it makes sense to me eric is the mole and here is why ABC will benefit the most from attracting a bigger fan base to him. Dinotopia, the ABC series. Princess Diaries, a Disney movie. (sighs) ABC is owned by Disney. If I were an ABC exec, I would try to keep him on as long as possible so that people become interested in him and buy his movies and watch his show. And the only way to ensure he stays on this long is to make him the mole. Also, he is a hottie and will attract a younger fan base.
1: so So good that's a great take i like the take of doing it for business reasons and not just Mm. who would be best at being the mole
0: yeah um and i mean what i love so much is the first comment on this is welcome to the forum a number of previous posters have already discussed eric's connection to the now defunct dinotopia and how choosing him as the mole could have been cross-promotion Wow. So they're like, we've already had several threads about this. Please stop spamming.
1: This is old. Flagged as duplicate.
0: The mods are like really harsh in this um, reality TV world forum. Like I I was searching a lot and there was – if people were not following etiquette, they were getting scolded pretty obnoxiously.
1: Quality content only, people. New ideas only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my
0: um. All right. So we hear from the community. Yeah. Do you want cool. to jump into just the final MVP LVP? Yeah. Yeah. Who? Has, okay. Who fun. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna each vote one MVP and yeah. one LVP. Mm-hmm. Um. Where we just pick either someone we liked or we thought did a good job, yeah. and someone we didn't like for whatever reason, mm-hmm. give them a point. Last week, so we gave two MVP points. Last week our MVPs were Kathy and Michael, mm-hmm. and our two LVPs were Kim, who's gone, and Horbin. Yeah. Okay. I didn't even pick mine until right this moment.
1: <laughs> I wrote things down that I don't uh-huh. know if I had waited until this moment, it might have been different. But I'll go with what I said after watching it.
0: Okay. I'm just gonna go with my gut. Mm-hmm. Um and for my MVP I'm going to I'm gonna give it to Corbin oh wow I I again the stubbornness was crazy but I just thought it was like a big fun wrench in the plan yeah. um, which was at least fun for me to watch and I mm-hmm. also really liked he was suspicious of Stephen Baldwin For not getting American Beauty Like I liked that he wasn't taking the obvious Target which was like Michael's been sucking This episode right. like he was like No that's too obvious like here's Let's go a level deeper So I'm going to
1: give it to Corbin Yeah I like that he's been trying A lot yeah. of different angles That's a good call Um, My MVP <laughs> I feel like I would not have picked it if I waited Until right now <laughs> but I said Eric (laughs) just because his terrible strategy was so entertaining to me yeah between like trying to get Michael to lie about him saying he did the cliff jump when he really didn't and seeing the skeleton in the casket and the the confessionals where he says he's in a coalition with Kathy and it I just found him like
2: It was entertaining. entertaining.
0: It was entertaining. Yeah. Um, Gameplay, hard to say, but, like, he had a breakout up for sure.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, LVP, I'm going to go Michael because Mm -hmm. I think he was just playing a little too much. Like, I think he's trying to pretend to be the mole and was, like, doing too much.
1: I see that. Yeah. Yeah, because if he is the mole – he was way too obvious. Right exactly. Here. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what makes us think there's no way right yeah. now that he's cool. My LVP, I gave to Corbin because <laughs> he was like physically violent in the breakfast scene. That's fair. With like his notebook. Um, and he's just like doesn't let the girls get words in edgewise. So I took it in like a – I think you did that last week with Corbin just being a bad person mm-hmm. was what – That That makes sense Okay, so that brings Our MVP and LVP Averaging everything out Across Mm -hmm. last week and this week Kathy and Eric are tied with one point Michael and Steven are tied With zero points And Corbin and Kim are in the negative I mean, Kim really can't come back Yeah,
0: Kim's stuck
1: Yeah, so I mean, Steven.
0: you would think Steven's frozen at zero points, but maybe he'll earn or lose a point next week on his guest appearance. Next week? He still got a shot. I know. This was such a fun episode. I didn't expect it and ended up just having a great time uh, diving into it with you, Jackie, as always. I know. I had so much fun. Uh, Us and this cast of characters. I know. At the end, we're going to be best friends. Uh... I think we need to over the next week think really really hard about what snow globe we're going to send to Corbin.
1: Yes. Um and we've... this
0: Yeah, it needs, we need to have our final
1: decision by next recording. Right. We have some action items to immediately look into with yeah, that cuz totally. I don't want to risk like the fact that they updated at one point that like this offer still stands at 2010. It could close any day people. Like we need to get <laughs> yeah. on it.
0: I know but I'm gonna believe right now because of how serendipitous this universe has been with us in this season of the mole I believe that it will get to him I believe so
1: too I believe that even if they closed this deal he'll get it he's gonna get the snow globe and that's all that matters
0: oh my gosh I love it uh, all right um really quickly thanks to john ford for our wonderful theme song Mm -hmm. um and thanks to tony for our amazing podcast name holy moly um and thanks for chatting with me for another two hours about the mole jackie
1: yeah thank you too tori and thank you all for listening definitely If you have theories about the mole, if you have takes about any of our takes,
0: email us at
1: holymolypodcast at gmail.com. We want to talk to you.
0: All right, people. We'll see you next week where we try to figure out who is the mole.